If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another uh, scintillating and informative episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on. Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, this is Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, the show where we give you incredible ideas. The best, the best ideas. On a topic, and then you take them, make billions, if not trillions of dollars, and all we ask in return, Noel, it, is... 10%. Tie this. That's right. It's not much. Nope. We throw out fantastic ideas. Mm-hmm. We do nothing with them. You do everything. Yep. Get, well, what, what's you, the, the, the term you like to use these days yeah. is you action it. You action it. Action it. That's right. Uh-huh. And, uh, and uh, we sit back and we collect 10% of that because there are ideas that you've actioned. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Noel? Yes. How are you today? I am good. You know, uh, nothing to do with nothing. But after work today, uh-huh. I uh, I got out and I was looking. There are all these like cop lights. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's going on? And I'm looking. I'm like, what is that? It was. It took me. I had to get real close before I realized what exactly was going on. It looked to me like a undercover cop. Dump truck. What? It wasn't though. You know the the trucks that go and put down the the barricades. Yeah. It was that, but it had full lights. It had like two sets of cop lights just going off like mad. Wait, when you say the ones that put down the barricades that are just like the big giant pickup trucks that yeah. have the barricades on the back. Yeah. Huh. Is that weird? Yeah. But uh, you know. They should get some uh, undercover dump trucks. No, no one would suspect. They should, and if they made them, uh, uh, if they made them look like clown cars or something like that, uh-huh. you know, and then you opened them up, and then just all these cops would come pouring out of it <laughs> like a clown car. <laughs> it would be incredible. Then it would fit our topic, <laughs> which is clowns. How uh, to get rich them? Get rich off them? How to get rich with them? How to get rich by them? How to get rich near them. <laughs> near them. How to get rich on them. On them. From them. From them. Uh, <laughs> um, you like how I tied it in? Uh, that was expert work, Josh. Yeah, it really yeah, was. You... I have to give myself a little pat on the back yeah, for that one. You really tied it up. <laughs> you really brought it all together. Um, yeah, clowns. Yeah. Uh, not as easy as all that. There's a reason there aren't that many rich clowns out there. Oh, I don't know about that. I got some good ones. Well, I'm just saying. I'm not saying, you know, even you, Noel Deneen, uh-huh. who uh, is never at a loss for uh, believing in the quality of his own work. Uh-huh. Uh, you came in and I said, do you have gold? And you said, I'm not sure. I think I do. I think uh, the yeah. more it's been stewing. Uh-huh. You, you, know, you know why I was a little... Uh, 
not jump up up and down with excitement uh-huh. is because usually I take two lunches, <laughs> and that is when I piece everything together. Uh, and I was not able to take these past two lunches. Oh, because you were working so hard. Uh, well, I was working hard. I had meetings all through lunch mm-hmm. yesterday, and then today I had an audition at lunch. Mm. So uh, I was able to do some stuff last night, right? And I got all the beginnings of my ideas, mm-hmm. and then uh, when I finished work, I stuck around a little extra time and fleshed them out more. Uh, but it's just it wasn't my normal process. Right. I got gotcha. you. But now that they're ruminating, uh-huh. I can tell you, buddy, boom town. Okay, it is all clown right. time. Is happy time, <laughs> right? Well, I'm excited then. Yeah, um, you should I'm, be. I'm ready to hear. I'm ready to hear one. Okay, I'll give you one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, when I first started looking into clowns, it kind of amazed me the the parallels that a lot of the beginnings of these things seem to have with improv, small theater, things like that. Uh, you know the the Blue Man Group, they came from a small, Lower East Side storefront weirdos, and th- they're a freaking empire now. They are. Uh, you know, they've they've opened up, did you know this? They've opened up preschools. Yes, I'd, I will uh, 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 let you know that uh, one of my oldest friends uh-huh. is the musical director for Blue Man Group. Oh, man, we should hit him up for a loan because uh-huh. they are everywhere doing he's everything. The, they the, probably have toilet paper, blue toilet paper. He's the musical director. He's not one of the founders. He's so rich. No, just the founders <laughs> are rich, but go on. Okay, so uh, the other one, this one I'm going to more follow. So, so all this stuff started like this small theater, but it's obviously people that are much better at business than uh, improv theater owners. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, collective weirdo uh-huh. art spaces, yep. theater owners, uh, because they, from nothing, grew mighty, just as the oaks do from tiny acorns. <laughs> uh, so, for instance, Big Apple Circus. Uh-huh. We all know it. Uh, they started in the 70s Yep, in an apartment. I did not know that. In downtown New York, uh-huh. they started in their apartment. Uh and you know, I don't know if you know they were they were doing performances in their apartment. Yep. I yep. didn't know that. I see in when did it start? In the seventies? In the seventies, yeah. Wow, I remember seeing them when I was a little kid. Yeah, you were in someone's apartment and No, not in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Unless their apartment was shaped like a big tent. It might have been. Might have been. Don't judge. Uh, and so it's grown since then. Uh, it's broken out of the apartment. Uh, they couldn't even be contained in a house now. Uh, so, you know, they, they come here. They've got touring companies. Didn't they just shut down? Uh, they may, They might have, but I think they still tour... Regardless, this part did not <laughs> shut down. This th- That's not where I'm going with this. Uh, they have uh, the Big Apple Circuit Clown Care Unit. And I don't know if you know about this, but uh, it was inspired by Patch Adams, although Patch Adams had nothing to do with it. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, they operate out of Australia, New Zealand, U.S., Canada, Israel, all around Europe, 
in every state of America and Australia, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a bunch of doctors doing clowning, incorporating it with their work. And you cannot tell me that this is not massive money. You can't tell me. They shut down the circus. Screw that circus. That circus is is nothing but a a, a weight around your ankle uh-huh. holding you back from the Big Apple Circuit Clown Care Unit. Give me a break, right? This thing has it, 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 more touring companies than Blue Man. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what what they do is they have clown doctors. And they attend, uh, attend specifically to the psychosocial needs of the hospitalized child. But in some hospitals, they also, as adults, uh, they parody the hospital routine to help children adapt to their surroundings. And they also distract from and demystify painful or frightening procedures. The atmosphere of fun and laughter can help children forget about the illness and the stress for a moment. And what it is specifically aimed at is to help deal with fear, anxiety, loneliness, and boredom. I need to get an emotional support clown. We're going to get you one. Yeah. Yeah. Before okay. the show's over. That's the first, first thing we do when we hit it big. Uh-huh. We get you an emotional support clown. And we'll get it one of the vests so you can even take it on an airplane. Uh huh. <laughs> just gonna say, you can take them on the airplane for free. Yeah. Um. So, great. You know, they have taken this. They have made massive money. We're talking healthcare money. Um. All over the world, healthcare money. We're talking bees in this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. A question for you. Okay. Is when you say clown doctors? Yeah. Are they uh? Actual doctors who have trained it's to everything. be clowns, I, I, or are they clowns who pretend to be doctors? I, I, I think it was both. <clears throat> oh, right? really? Yeah. Okay. It, so it is doctors who are clowning mm-hmm. and clowns who are doctoring. Uh, <laughs> The, the clowns are the doctors who are clowning. I can deal with the clowns who are doctoring. Terrify me a little. Well, bit. the the clowns who are doctoring sounds like really the the backbone of the whole thing, right? Because they're making fun of the procedures, right. so the kids don't worry about them. Uh so I thought, great uh, lesson learned. You guys are trillionaires. Uh, you've taken this circus that you started out of your freaking. Dirty, flea-bitten apartment, uh-huh. and you now are in every hospital in the world. So how did they monetize this? It's doctors. It's a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's healthcare, man. Uh-huh. Give me a break. Uh-huh. Uh, you are selling the hell out of this. <laughs> I got to give you your props. You are selling the <laughs> hell out of this. Yeah. So, uh, and, and we already know this helps deal with fear, anxiety, loneliness, and boredom. So- where else can we capitalize on that and make clowns even separate the chasm between them and little art hole theaters, little uh-huh. improv theaters, make it even greater, uh-huh. right? Right. Leave those schmucks in the dust uh-huh. and, and build your massive clown empire. Uh, well, I'll tell you where. <clears throat> Prison guard clowns. Oh, that's a great right? idea. Every year... We just keep trying more and more kids and adults. Uh, between 1990 and 2010, juveniles imprisoned as adults went up 230 percent. 
So there's a lot of kids out there who are having to deal with a lot of fear, uh-huh. a lot of anxiety, uh-huh. a lot of loneliness. You're stuck in a cell, mm-hmm. a lot of boredom. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in a cell? Right. Prison clown guards and have them uh, walking around the prison, <laughs> beating each other with rubber billy clubs, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Pulling Big out money. their guns to go shoot one of the, the people, one of the, the oh, yeah. prisoners, and, and the it flag just, the just flag comes flag out. Pops yeah, out. It says bang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. That's a mind fuck. That would be like the worst thing if you're in solitary uh-huh. and you're stuck in solitary and you've been in there for like a month or two. And then suddenly at the little peephole, all you, when you look out, instead of seeing a regular guard, you're just seeing like a scary clown. Yeah. That would mess with your head. Sure would. Uh, yeah. And you, if you really want, you could do that angle too. Yeah. But um, I'm looking to help the kids of the world uh-huh. <laughs> and to capitalize on the, the prison economy is massive, as we discussed in our prison episode. That's right. Uh, so here's another way you can get in with clown prison guards. Where else can you do it? Uh, well, you can all have a clown TSA because airports are full of fear, anxiety, loneliness, and boredom and big money. Yeah. I mean, imagine getting having to get a pat down and they dig in your pants and they just start pulling out a rainbow series of underwear that just never ends. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. That would be so funny that you're trying to smuggle that into the country, huh? <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> I would love it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't bring any fluids. They take it and they uh-huh. throw it at you and it's just confetti. <laughs> uh, you could have a clown military because the military is full of fear, Clowns. anxiety, loneliness, and boredom. Oh. I thought cl- I just thought clowns. Yeah, well, the government already is full of clowns. Right. I was going to put clown government, but like, what's the point there, right? But basically, these are the top ideas. Uh huh. And they are mega industries where you're getting mega rich and you're giving us mega 10%. Uh, but really, you can apply this rule anywhere where you see fear, anxiety, loneliness, and boredom. Just think big. Don't be an improv theater. Nope. Don't be an art hole theater where everyone puts everything they have into it for like 10 years and then it just goes broke because the rent went up 20 bucks. Did that, uh, that sounds like that happened to you or something. That's <laughs> happened to everywhere I go. Everywhere I go, everything I get involved with. <laughs> Don't worry, our rent will not go up 20 bucks. Thanks. And even if it does, uh-huh. I live here. Boom. So I'm going to have to pay. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's why we're really in an art hole now. <laughs> A fart hole. We, tra- well, we traded in the art hole for fart hole. Well, I mean, you know, I love the idea. Uh-huh. I don't see how you actually make any money off oh, of it. Oh, come on. Where, where, where is the money making on this? Where is the money making? I'm just asking you. You're charging. For what? For services rendered. What services are you rendering? <laughs> you have clown prison guards. Right. Right. You're getting paid. You're getting not Who's just paid, getting paid. You are for you doing have what? a service for having for relieving the fear, anxiety, <laughs> loneliness, and boredom of these children convicts. So so but my okay. They spend on for each child in jail being tried as an adult, they cost more than thirty one thousand dollars 
a piece. My question is this. Uh-huh. It is not, I understand that, okay, you've got your clown security, the clown security guards are here, the clown doctors are here, yeah. the clown army is here. That's right. Yeah. What are you getting paid for? Am, are you getting paid to be the clown security well, guard? Well, th- there is or money in that. are you getting paid but... to train the clown security guard? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm the clown security guard company. So when they decide that they want clown security guards, yeah. they're yeah. calling you up. They're calling me. So you're handling all of the training of the clown security guard. You got it. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's what I'm asking. I'm, that I am the, the company. How's that going to work? In, I am the provider. Right. Okay. How's that going to work in the army, for instance? Boom. I'm the <laughs> provider. I, I am a contracting company. I am Blackwater of uh-huh. clowns. So really, you're 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 clown contracted guys. You're not clown. Yeah. You're clown private army. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, that's exactly what I am. Okay, I got that. That makes the more army. Sense. The army because it is such a government institution may uh-huh. be harder to impl- right. impl- implement. Right. But uh, you know, e- even even if not, now, I, I'm getting you, USO contract. Right. Put it what, that way. What you can do there is uh-huh. you can sell your services to train. Uh. Army personnel, the appropriate army personnel to be. Oh, government contracts, dude. We've had this discussion yeah. about yeah, government. Yeah, that's contracts. true. Anything, yeah, anything yeah. with the government, yeah, is is just big money. Big money, you know, uh, especially defense. That's right. Anyway, yeah, no. Look, hey, it's a great idea. I just didn't. Now I'm getting it. But boy, you sold it. Good for you. <laughs> that was great. It's because I believe in it, Josh. I know you did. I know you did. Um. Yeah, maybe that's why uh, Big Apple Circus, sh- Big Apple Circus, shut their doors. Yeah, the the the, the actual circus just turned into an albatross yeah. that was taking up too much time. Exactly, when they could be getting big, right? Pharma just, money, right? They're just concentrating on that money. Yeah, just concentrating on. Yeah, no, no, no. I, uh, I wonder if they go up in an operation and just start pulling out like an endless stream of livers <laughs> <laughs> out of a patient. Oh God! There's so many horrible, horrible jokes that can come out around that. Oh yeah, um, I'm not gonna go there because I can't think of yeah, any. But they'd be good at a breast. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So that is that is a a a, a new and interesting and innovative yeah uh, way to make money as a clown because yeah. it's hard making money out there as a clown. Uh-huh. You know the highest paid clowns. Uh, only make about two hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay, that the rodeo clown average salary, which is it's fucking deadly. Oh yeah, that thing, fifty one thousand dollars a year. I would imagine a rodeo clown is kind of a meth head or something though. <laughs> Not meth heads. They're they're guys who for whatever reason like getting the crap beat out of them. Did you ever watch that? Uh, what was that Zach Galifianakis show on uh, on FX? No. Um, I, I, I know you're it. talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but he played a, a guy who went to France to train to be a clown, and then he comes back to America and mm-hmm. gets work as a rodeo clown. I never saw it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> then when do you think of clowns? You think of clowns at parties, right? Yeah. Party clowns. And yeah. they make, you know, 150 bucks. Yeah. The top guys make more than that, make a few hundred bucks. If you're really like something special, maybe you'll make four or $500 a party, and you're heavily in demand. But I'm going to tell you a little story, Noel. Okay. You ever heard of a gentleman by the name of Guy La Liberté? Uh, enlighten me. Guy La Liberté 
was a street performer. Okay. In Montreal, oh, okay. Quebec, Canada. Oui, oui. Uh-huh. And uh, this was back in the uh, 70s and 80s. Okay. He was essentially a clown. Uh, he was a, a fire guy, you know, blowing mm-hmm. fire from the thing. He was a juggler, walked on stilts, mm-hmm. um, did a little mime, all that kind of stuff. Well, in 1984, the Canadian government uh, was looking to create a uh, touring show of buskers for the 450th anniversary of Jacques Cartier's discovery of Canada. Uh-huh. So with... A subsidy that he got from the Canadian government to put together this route, this group, Guy Liber- La Liberté created uh-huh. what we now know as Cirque du Soleil. Oh, wow. Big bucks. That's right. Yeah. It started off as a small touring company that was just supposed to do the tour, uh-huh. then end up in Montreal for a one-month run. Uh, in the big tent in the in the in the middle of the square, it became a huge success there. They then negotiated with the government to extend the subsidies so they could take it to L.A. because it had been so successful in Montreal and some buzz had had gone up about it. Mm-hmm. They took it to L.A. where the who's who of Hollywood royalty were going out to see them every night. Became an enormous success and became the monstrous, monstrous mega circus that we know it as today. Yeah. They have eight permanent shows in Vegas, 12 shows touring at all times around the world. Yeah. They employ over 4,000 people. Yeah. They're in 2013, over $860 million in ticket sales. Wow. That's just ticket sales. Yeah, and I'm telling you, as I looked at this stuff, these clowns are good businessmen. You know, some of them are they're, they're the ones that the, the one, same. Yeah, the ones that are successful are. Yeah, you know, um, the ones who aren't are meth head rodeo clowns. That's right. Now uh, you brought up like like Blue Man. Yeah, and I I kind of agree with you that I think they're more like clowns and oh, circus yeah. performers than yes. anything else. But I think. A lot of people would disagree with that. And they certainly started out as art house guys. That was their thing when they started out. But they also don't change their show much. They're, ch- mm-hmm. they're, they're little small changes to it, but the show is basically the same. Wherever you see that show, except for the Vegas show, because yep. it's got to be a bit bigger for the, uh, for the, you know, the rooms in Vegas. But uh, you know, in New York, it was in Tokyo for a while. I know it's in Germany. Uh, there's a touring European one. There's a, they have about four or five uh, shows going on at all times. Uh-huh. Uh, they're basically the same show. Yeah. Um, Cirque is different shows every time. But so when you look at just the 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 enormity of this, right? Mm-hmm. And uh. uh how much money it makes. Mm-hmm. There's no real competition for Cirque du Soleil. No. There's nothing else out there that makes you go, oh, wow, this makes me, this is like Cirque du Soleil, but it's newer, it's younger, it's better, it's hipper, it's whatever. Yeah. Right? Since 84, they've basically been doing the same shtick, right? Uh-huh. The the no language, so it's available to everybody, lots of clowns that peep in, and then some weird music and some indecipherable storyline yeah. that they steal from uh, you know, a movie from the 60s. That's pretty much been it across the board. I think it's time 
for someone to compete with them. The beauty of it is, is, is if they're making close to a billion dollars a year, uh-huh. you don't have to take over their whole business, right? They have to support a monolith. This thing is huge, right? You just need to start nipping away at it. A few hundred million here, a yeah. hundred million yeah. there, tens of millions there, and they'll start to fall apart. They're going to fall apart under their own weight. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, suddenly, the minute something that big starts to lose money and has to shut down shows, uh-huh. it's the, the everyone goes for the negative, right? Uh-huh. Oh, my God, Cirque du Soleil, it's a problem, huh? Yeah. That's for uh, my French Canadians yeah. out there, my little French Canadian accent. Oh. <laughs> You know, they're breaking down everything. They canceled all these shows. Now they only have six shows in Vegas. Uh-huh. They only have 10 shows on the road. And people will immediately start start yep. clanging the death knell, right? Yep. And then you'll be slowly pumping. But look at these up-and-comers up yep. from New York City, from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. It doesn't matter. you know. But this is the thing. How did Cirque get started? They got started with a government subsidy. Yeah. Now, Canada, we know. There are a bunch of commies up there. Mm-hmm. They love throwing money at people. At artists. At people. Okay. Right? You, they, you know, oh, my God, I'm sick. I don't have to pay for anything. Ooh, look at me. <laughs> um, I mean, losers. Okay. Uh, but you can actually get money to start a circus and do clowning in this country. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Uh We've talked a lot about government money, uh-huh. and uh, I did a quick search for NEA grants for circuses, and sure enough, there's 20000 here, 40000 here, 10000 here. You know, you work at it enough. You massage the edges enough. Yeah. You can get probably close to hundred grand from our government to start your circus. And then the question becomes... What are you going to do to, you know, the, the the thing all the kids talk about these days uh-huh. is disruption, yeah. right? Got to disrupt it. And how do you disrupt it? Well, so this is my thought. An all-clown circus. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. No one's done it. No one's done it. It's clowns doing all the stuff. But, you know, when you go to Cirque du Soleil, there's this, there's this veneer of, of seriousness and faux artsiness to uh-huh. it. That it that people take really seriously. They get very uh uh uh, what's the word I'm I'm looking for? Help me out here, no. Come on, throw out some words because I can't uh, think of it off the top. Sincere. Of my head. Yeah, but it's it's not. Sincere, but you know what I mean. Though. Yeah, uh, I, I get you. Um, heartfelt. I don't know. Yeah, no, none of those. Forget it. You're no good at this. Um, <laughs> uh, but but it's it's you know when when the people come on and do their acrobatics and their their dropping from the uh from the ceiling on the silks and their strongman routines uh-huh. right everyone is like just quiet it's it's so serious so serious i think it needs some levity okay i don't see why you can't make it funny dropping from the ceiling like oh my god i'm actually falling from the ceiling yeah it should be a laugh riot from beginning to end i'm with you what i'm saying yeah. an hour and a half two hour circus show doing all of the circus things that you expect from the modern circus Contortions, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but all done by clowns. Cirque de Clownet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what French for clown is, but you get my point. I get it. Um, and uh, yeah, eight hundred and sixty-five billion million dollars that can be yours. He just actually sold his share. 
of of because it's he and another guy sort of founded it together. He sold they they sold and and he's now worth uh, over two and a half billion dollars. Uh huh. The the guy Guy La Liberté, um, and that could be you, the all clown circus. Yeah, I I dig it. I yeah. like it, yeah. and I like the fact that you don't want to just make money. You want to take down another empire. Yeah. Well, you you have want conquest. To. Yes, absolutely. You can't. You you, you know. I think the focus on just making money uh-huh. is incentive enough up to a point. All right, but you want blood. But you need to have something else to really push you. Uh-huh. And I think competition is that. You have to really want to kill your opponent. You have to want to <laughs> take them out. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I actually did just think of a, a amusing clown story. <laughs> when uh, when CBR, uh, that that's... Uh, a play and then a film that I was in, uh, along with Josh's wife. Uh, and I was in I was in the play as well. Yes, but I'm talking Just about saying. the film when we were okay. uh, in the IFC Fest in uh-huh. California. Uh, we went out there, and one of the performances, I met a friend of mine before, and it was like in the afternoon, uh, and we met at that, l- there was like right around the corner from the theater, a really tiny dingy hole-in-the-wall bar uh-huh. and uh so we met there and we're talking and in walks this woman who was uh, uh i guess one of the street performers uh-huh. out uh, in hollywood there who was a stripper clown oh and <laughs> sitting down and she was so bitter and like two in the afternoon wasted <laughs> <laughs> drinking martinis uh-huh. and telling us how sh- life is horrible as a as a stripper LA clown. <laughs> uh, it was the best. It was just like, oh, uh, I wish I could just have a video recorder in my eyes right now because this scene needs to end up somewhere. I feel like the hottest uh uh it's a strip club come uh uh comedy room in LA uh-huh is got clown in the title it's like or the something circus i was i was, <laughs> I was we were going there for a stag party uh for uh my friend's wedding and it, and uh we get to the door and they're like oh sorry no strippers today there's a comedy show going on <laughs> <laughs> like are you serious like yeah 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 and it's sold out yeah and i was like are you kidding me no yeah. Um, uh, which you know what brings me to another story. Uh-huh. I had so much I could have opened with that actually was very relevant to our topic today. Uh-huh. Uh, I used to shows uh, at Show World upstairs. Yeah, I remember Show but World. But like before it was turned into like a theater theater, right. it was like their first foray into having anything but uh-huh. like horribleness going on in there. Did, was Aaron Bell a part of that? Aaron Bell? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, so. W- at the time, you had to walk into the peep show place, uh-huh. but it's just you go up the stairs instead of straight. But there was no like cordoned off or anything like that. And the stairs of the, have you ever been in there to see shows? Yeah, it's all done like a circus, and up above, which you probably wouldn't see unless you go upstairs. There's animatronic clowns. Yeah, like they're trying to bring the kitties in uh-huh. or something. Uh-huh. It is creepy that was show world center's whole thing on i don't know if you remember on the original marquee for uh-huh. show world center it was all balloons and clowns uh, 
Yeah, it was it was very weird. The worst job in the world oh. is the guy who just walks around oh. mopping up the show rules. <laughs> that was I used to I used to when I was at uh, uh, like 13, 14 years old, uh-huh. and Times Square was uh, was uh, full of porn, yeah, and uh, uh, video game parlors. Uh-huh. We used to go up to the video game places and let pedophiles take quarters from pedophiles to play video games what? and lead them on to think that what? we would hang out with them and then just take off after we took like twenty, thirty dollars oh, of quarters from them to play. Uh, like the they didn't deserve it. Like the they day. didn't deserve no, it. No, I know, but come on. You'd... But anyway, <laughs> so um, we would do that, but we would walk by. We would walk by Show World Center and all those places, uh-huh. and on the ground floor. It was multiple floors, but they had the doors wide open. You could uh-huh. see right in, and there they had all the booths there, right, where guys would either watch videos or or do the private booths where the girls would talk to them through the glass. And there's just a guy with a mop who just after everyone comes out of the booth <laughs> has to go in and mop the booth. And it would, like, I'd stand there and watch them for, like, 15, 20 minutes and yeah. just see how miserable they were. Uh-huh. Like it has got to be the worst job in the world, you know, mopping up people's cum from the uh. floors of the show world uh, uh, booth. That was when uh, yeah. New York was depressing in in a proper way, yeah. In, in a, <laughs> like in a low life kind of like you know Jesus Christ, this is dark kind of way, yeah. not in the kind of like oh my God, I work so much and yeah. You know, that was well, never you know, and, and a quick other little show world story <laughs> before we can move on. But apparently, this is before I got involved with that improv group that was doing shows there. But apparently, the first show that they did there. Someone was masturbating in the audience. Uh, someone, <laughs> someone went in thinking they were going into some sort uh-huh. of live sex show yeah. or something. Obviously, it was improv. Uh-huh. Obviously, realized he was in the wrong place, but he he already paid his money. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like he's gonna knock one out anyway. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I gotta, I gotta do this. Yep, uh, that's great. I so know. during in the middle of an improv thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just that, the first time, and yeah. then I guess after that, people got it. Yeah. See, I remember when Deb was in shows there, and and I would go see shows there. They they would, I mean, the downstairs was still operating a show world, and the mm-hmm. upstairs was a theater, yeah. and they would have to be very explicit because people would wander upstairs and be like, "What's going on in there?" And they'd be like, "It is a theater show. Yeah. It's you know, The Ring, which is an opera <laughs> based on." You know, and then people would just they immediately gloss over and go downstairs yeah. and be like ditties. We, we we used to bark outside for the shows. Oh, did and, you really? And my goal was to try to get people into the show thinking they were going to see some sort of sex thing. And you would get all these like people that didn't speak English that uh-huh. were just hanging out Times Square who really like I've gotten them to like five feet from the door. And then they like turn around and like skate out <laughs> like uh, from the door upstairs. Uh huh. And then they realized that it wasn't. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I uh, that would have been. I you were loved trying to that. get an entire row of people masturbating <laughs> during oh, the show. I would have loved that. I lo- the ultimate compliment. Come uh-huh. on, guys. Yeah, it's, you can't get any better than that. If someone comes in the middle of your your bit, yeah, how can you beat that? That's right. I can tell you how you can beat that. How with can you beat it? Our newest segment, Josh and Noel sell out, where every week we explore ways in which Josh and I are actively selling out. You know all the old tire ways, right? 
you know you can go to RadioFreeBookman.com, the Josh Knoll show page, and you can hit sponsor, and you can pledge an amount that'll come out every month for the rest of the season. This season ends at uh, mid-November. You know you can, if you don't like us, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, hit the Patreon link, and give money to Radio Free Brooklyn, and we won't see any of that money. You can put a little note saying how much you hate us. We know. The money <laughs> is in sponsors. That's where the money is, that's right. and that's why we are delving down this road big. We are starting small, but we're coming after you, IBM. We're coming after you, Caterpillar, yep. uh, Pfizer. Yeah. Yeah. Johnson & Johnson. That's right. But right now we're starting small. That's so right. brought to you by our sponsor, Monty Lamonti. Let's hear it up. Hello, everybody. This is your good friend, Monty Lamonti. You might remember me from my famous commercial, Doing Things Right with Monty. Well, I'm back again to give you some more help and a good tip. Are you sick and tired of people telling you what to do? I know I am. Take it from me. Tell those people to stop telling you what to do, and then you just turn your back and walk away. That'll fix them. There's another helpful tip from your good buddy, Monty Lamonti. If you heard this tip, that'll be $2. You can Google my name, Monty Lamonti, and send me the money uh, via PayPal. Thank you very much. Again, a positive influence in your life. There you go. Uh, yeah, he, he even makes it easy to give him that money. He just tells you how to Google him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we make it a little harder. Yeah. You just got to find us. That's right. Um, yeah, Monty, uh <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to future Monty Lamonti uh commercials. We got him. On our show. We got him queued up. Yeah, nice. Cuz he is our sponsor. He is but our y- one and only. That's right. Pfizer, you can knock him out. Uh-huh. As I said, Caterpillar, we're waiting. Caterpillar. John Deere. John Deere. Big company. Come on Come now. on, John Deere. Exxon. Exxon. We got a lot of people listening in the heartland. That's right. We have people listening in Afghanistan, apparently. We do. Yes. And Iraq. And Iraq. That's yeah. great. I think yep. that's great. And Kurdistan. The biggest city in, in, in Iraq, in, in Kurdish Iraq. Uh-huh. We have a listener or two. All right. I'm We're with you guys. Give us money. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Action these ideas, that, people. That's right. Uh, you know, every week we have a topic. This week is clowns. We give you so many ways to get disgustingly rich on that topic. You know what else we do? We slip in another topic, a mini topic, a turtling of a nugget of a topic for you to get even more rich. So if you are waiting for a pedophile to give you a quarter, <laughs> if you are, uh, you know, in prison, waiting for a wackadoo guard to come by. If you're taken down Cirque du Soleil brick by brick, give this a listen. Come back later. Listen to the rest of the show. So, Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Hey, here's the thing. Becoming rich is very similar to becoming poor. See, the way you get poor is like this. You work hard and buy things that take money out of your pocket. These are what Richie Pants financial people call liabilities. And if you keep acquiring these liabilities, eventually you will be poor, guaranteed. Now, becoming rich is pretty similar. You still work hard, you still buy things, except you buy things that put money in your pocket. 
things like real estate, businesses, stock, things called assets. And assets generate money for you even when you're not working, which grows exponentially with the more assets you buy. And if you keep buying these assets, soon you will be rich. I think that should be called How to Make Money for Idiots. Yeah, I think that should be called How to Play Monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I like it because it's so simple. Yeah. It really just makes making money so simple. Yeah. You buy things that make you money. That make you money. Yeah. And you don't buy things that don't make you money. That don't make you money. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't put it any better myself. That's right. Really. So there you go. That's your tip of the week. That's right. We're going to run for president now. <laughs> we why not? Yeah. We can just lie about how much our value is. I mean, in theory, we are our combined worth now has got to be close to a billion dollars, based on oh our intellectual worth for sure. It's <laughs> it, it's in the trillions. Well, I mean, intellectual, but I'm just talking about things that we've done that have been actioned yeah. by others that oh. we haven't Ooh. gotten our it's just, coming it's coming the money that we are owed has yeah. got to be uh, about a billion dollars yeah i'm just saying yeah <laughs> i i get you uh-huh. in the meantime you know what we got we got clowns we do have clowns right this is going to be our next billion that's coming to us uh-huh uh, so all the rage and all the news and all the world right now are scary clowns. Word. Word. Word to the bird. <laughs> scary clowns everywhere. It's a, it's attack. There, You can't look at a news. You know, I was looking things up today. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I was going to not do scary clowns. And then I was like, right. no, I'm going to do scary clowns because they are on the tip of everyone's tongue. You can't think about clowns right That's now without right. scary clowns. That's right. And when I, anything I tried mm. to Google, everything that came up was like four hours ago, yeah. two hours ago. Yep. Like it is, it is everywhere it is, right and now. And it's around the world too. A- around the world. It's happening in London in, or in England. Yep. yep. It's happening in uh, North uh, Korea. North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about I, that. I, yeah, well, That's I just think their, their fearless leader. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> when Dennis Rodman goes over there, he's the scary clown. Oh, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Good one, Dennis oh. Rodman. Oh. <laughs> but everywhere, scary yep. clowns. Yeah. The rage. It is the the zeitgeist of the moment. Yes. Uh. So I. I what What is scary about clowns? Right. So I looked it up. Doctor Richard Talbot says that. Uh, Medieval clowns uh, used to undermine a character and pick away at their status and show their secrets to people that they were trying to hide them from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these in the clowning community are known as bad clowns. <clears throat> uh, like Punch and Judy, mm-hmm. Punch is a bad clown, mm-hmm. even though he's a puppet. Mm-hmm. I get we'll, you. we'll still call him a bad clown. Uh, so there's all sorts there. there. A lot of people say that that has evolved into... into Modern day trolling online is the spirit of the old bad clowns. <clears throat> um, another thing that uh, makes scoun- uh, clowns scary and threatening to us is their painted faces, right? So their painted faces mess with our minds. They have a static expression painted over a moving face, which causes uh, confusion in our brains and a discord. 
Uh, Freud called this the uncanny. And it's when you look at something recognizable, but it's not quite right. And it gives you this weird feeling of dread. Is that like the thing they do where they turn people's faces upside down? They leave the heads right side up, but they turn the eyes and mouth upside down? Well, I think that might be an extreme example of it. I think more uh, when I think about this, I think about like um, the Stepford Wives. Okay. You know, like everything looks right, Mm -hmm. but something's wrong and it's creepy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You get this feeling of dread without necessarily... Without cause, without right. due cause, I at least, you. you know. Uh, turned out in the end of that movie, they had cause, but uh, <laughs> but you felt the dread before, right? Uh, so, um, in many cultures, in history, across history, in many cultures, um, clowns have represented two things at once, right? So they'd have two sets of clowns, and one would be chaotic anarchy and the other one would be tyrannical authority fascist right so both those sides are scary mm-hmm. um and then you know we don't but even have to go into john wayne gacy i was under the right well that that's a, i think they, they yeah i saw that as a, as as a citing for that they cited a lot for the idea of the scary clown and and how that's gotten into the the consciousness of americans going back to that point yeah um the thing about the clown is chaos though yeah it i always thought that that the one thing about the clown is chaos was in going back to the time of the fools yeah that they were actually considered a good thing because they were in a weird way almost like satire yeah well, in, in some they were, right? right? But as I said, this is something that's appeared across cultures and across right. history. Uh-huh. And in some other times, it was like in-your-face, scary, wild. Okay, I got you. Um, and, uh, yeah. Did I ever tell you about the bar I lived above in Chicago? Used to live above the L&L Tavern? No. Uh, and it was in all these uh, reports all of a sudden. All these people started putting all this stuff on my Facebook page. I, I lived above this bar for six years. And uh, apparently it was written up as the creepiest bar in the country because at different points of time, John Wayne Gacy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and some other serial killer hung out at this bar. Really? And not just like went there, hung out like at this bar. Like that was their local. Yeah, at different times uh, throughout its history. Huh. But anyway, so John Wayne Gacy. Uh, so our fear of clowns is deeply rooted. It's not just something that people are pulling out of their butts. Um, and also, it's shaped by the media, right? So... Uh, as we see images of of evil clowns, that actually becomes the evil clown that we're scared of in our mind, right? So, different topic. Uh, many things we fear because we think they're going to be worse than they are, right? So, a lot of our neuroses, a lot of our uh, of our fears in life that hold us back and debilitate us. Agoraphobia, fear of confrontation, fear of the opposite sex, and etc. Uh, it's really a fear of we fear how bad it's going to be when really it's not going to be as bad as it is. So a lot of the therapy that people go through to try to deal with this, uh, they try to role play, 
in order to show the person that, hey, see, you did it, and it wasn't that bad. Uh, and they try to acclimate the patient into uh, these situations and uh, how they would react in them, right? Uh, th- there's a bit of, you know, me to that because you're you're in a doctor's office and, you know, th- you know you're not in that situation. But, uh... So, yeah, but your doctor's a clown already, so it doesn't matter. Well, here you go. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and these are all for all you uh, mental health professionals out there, <laughs> life coaches, uh-huh. uh, therapists, uh-huh. guidance counselors, uh-huh. social workers. Uh, social workers. Just just big brothers out there. Even. Uh-huh. Big brothers, big uh, sisters, right? So what if you did these types of th- therapy and these reenactments but you're not just a therapist. You are an evil clown. Evil, 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 as evil as you can get, primordially evil. You're causing uh, the uncanny discord in someone's mind, bringing up a, a, a fear that is rooted to their very being. And uh, it, I, I think, in my opinion, it would make it a lot easier to apply these lessons to real life. I don't know what you're saying. I'll here. tell you what I'm saying is uh right so you are scared of the opposite sex of approaching the opposite sex right so a dating coach uh-huh right uh so we would have a you know a a, a mock situation mm-hmm. where you come up to me and hi my name's Josh and I say oh hi I'm Susie pleased to meet you and you say oh pleased to meet you uh my, it's sunny outside today, uh-huh. and I say, "Yeah, right, <laughs> great." You you learned that le- fantastic lesson, <laughs> but but in my therapy, you come up to me uh-huh. and say, "Hi, my name is Josh, and I am an evil clown." And I turn around and I hold a knife up, dripping with blood, and my face is pointed happy. I am crying, sad, and I just say, <laughs> "Hi." My name is Susie, and we have the same conversation, but I am an evil clown through it, and uh, not only does it acclimate you to the situation, make you prove that you can do it, but you know, you know for a fact that in real life, that situation will be less scary, and you know for a fact that you can get through the real life situation because you got through that situation with an evil clown. Come on. You know? Yeah, e- even if the situation in real life doesn't go that great, it's still way better than it was, even if it falls on its face. And, and, and you go up and say, hi, my name is Josh. And Susie turns around and goes, screw off. I, you're ugly. It still went better than being confronted with that evil clown who's causing a, a, a fear tied to your being. Crying, crying as it, as it has a happy face painted on it and a knife dripping with blood. So uh, I, I urge you, all you therapists out there, dating coaches, uh, anything where you're using reenactment techniques to help people get over situations, do it as an evil clown. You will get better results. You can charge more, and you will have people lining out the door. Big money. Give us ten percent. So, oh wow, <laughs> the world is officially being taken over by salesmen. Yeah, I, I've been watching the debates. <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. Yeah, yeah. So, children who have suffered from sexual abuse. Yep. 
Okay, perfect, perfect situation. Instead of giving them those anatomically correct dolls Uh to show what was done to them and to come to grips with the fact that this was done to them, Mm -hmm. instead, the therapist is an evil clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no concern that the kids are going to freeze up in terror. No, 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 none no, no, whatsoever. No, no. If they freeze, right? Bad okay. things would happen. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I think it's gold. <clears throat> it seems like it seems. I, I, I'll even okay. I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll sure no. That one was gold. Oh, okay. Baby. But I still think. <clears throat> I still think it's kind of. I, a, I didn't actually when I was. It, Thinking it up, I didn't think of little children in sexual therapy. <laughs> I understand, I understand, but I was just throwing it out because uh-huh. you just seem to throw it out there as it's for all therapists of, of all varieties. So I just wanted to see if that scenario worked for you as well. Well, I I, I didn't I didn't conceive right. of that one. Okay, <laughs> but marriage uh, counseling, sure, sure. You know, but the thing, what, why? Because your spouse already reminds you of an evil clown. No, because your spouse is better than an evil clown. Well, and you'll not if realize you're in counseling. that, and you'll leave, and you'll hug each other. And there'll be a real connection made at for the first least, time in a I, long time. I can't believe I could have been with an evil clown. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm with you. Yeah. Thank How'd you I for not so being lucky? an evil clown. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I am glad you're boring. I'm glad that you inspired <laughs> nothing in my soul. Because that other thing made me pee my pants. <laughs> I'll give you that one 100%. Yeah. But it just seems like an additional sort of offshoot of your uh, clown's Clowny doctors without borders. No, no, that's idea. the opposite. That's the opposite. Well, but it's an offshoot of it. You can. It's the yin to the yin. It's yeah, the it yin is. to the yang. What, or the one's yang clowns to the doing yin. good, and one's clowns doing bad. But they're but the clown. It's bad clowns doing good. Yeah. Well, it, bad clowns having good effect, and the other one is good clowns having good effect. Right. I'm trying to so it's help the, same the world. Thing, I'm not basically. trying to it's just different... take down Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> I'm trying to build up humans right all i'm saying is though it's different clowns same side of the coin yeah right yeah so it's just an offshoot of that it's just saying like now i am no this is therapy therapy or coaching specific and the other one is right, more but it's of, still in the realm of healthcare. uh it's just a way to expand that out to really engulf no, no, all no, the other healthcare. one i used the lesson of healthcare to apply to other industries. Uh, yeah, that's true. And this one I am using evil clowns okay. All right. to make people happy. All right. I'll never this is an argument I won't win. Okay. So I'm just not gonna bother anymore. <laughs> but but yeah, I uh, uh, sure. Yeah. I, I think that <laughs> that works. Yeah. Evil clown therapy. How would you advertise that? Oh I don't know, but it would be bloody. It'd probably <laughs> bloody and like with like flowers. <laughs> I I was horns. thinking uh, so so I was I was also thinking about like how can you not mm-hmm. uh, uh, look at what's going on with the situation with evil clowns today yeah and uh, I had started reading about how there are posse's getting put together of people going out and hunting the scary and evil clowns in various neighborhoods and and towns where oh yeah I I, I just read the other day that Donald Trump grabbed some of those posse's. <laughs> <laughs> No, he didn't actually do it. He just talked about oh, it. Oh, okay. No. All right. <laughs> I can't believe you just... <laughs> You walked right into that one. Oh, God. Okay, so, was... uh, sorry. But, yeah, so there have been posses being put together to go out. So I thought, oh, well, as in the Old West, if there's posses being put together, there must be rewards yeah. for these evil clowns. And there's not. 
There's no rewards for these evil clowns. No one wants to pay for these evil clowns to be caught. But what I did see is in the Midwest, there have been a string of bank robberies by people wearing clown masks. <laughs> and there are multiple rewards out there uh-huh. uh, for the people who are uh, r- ranging. The lowest one was $1,500. The highest one was $25,000. And yeah. there were about six or seven rewards out there. They're, they haven't been caught yet. They're going to keep on doing this. Yeah, I would say wait a few more. And uh, this isn't like a get rich, but it's a get seed money sure. thing. And then go out there. With the uh, information you've gleaned from us uh, on bounty hunting, treasure hunting, yeah, uh, repoing, and find these clown guys, yeah, and uh, get that seed money. Yeah, together. all you gotta do is tweak your insane clown posse a little bit and That's re-aim right. and get paid. That's right. And I had one more really quick one. Um, how often in your life have you been sitting around? You've been somewhere, and things are starting to get down, and you go, "Man, I wish there was a clown here." Yeah. Right. Well, there's a, a company called Zeal uh, who does massage on demand, and there's an app, and you just go into the app, and you can request a massage. Really simple. It takes all of like five minutes, and you can choose your time. And in as little as half an hour, uh-huh. you will have a massage therapist show up at your door with a table to give you a massage. Okay. Right. Um, I say, why not have an app called Clowns on Call? Yeah. And within half an hour, wherever you are, you can have a clown show up at your door, and uh, that would make a ton of money. Yeah, it sure would. If that clown was you, you could also give him a massage. Thank you. Yeah. Um, if you want to reach Josh to uh, get a clown massage, uh, you can tweet him at GRQ Josh Noel. Or email me at GRQ... Uh, GRQ, GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Or get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can get us on iTunes. You can rate us. You can review us. You can listen to us on Radio Free Brooklyn. Give us money and do some skywriting with our names. Uh, so we got a lot of money. We got to spend it. What are we going to do? Tell us, Josh. Please take it away. The world's most expensive burger is a five-ounce burger worth $332,000. It has been produced by a Dutch scientist and is made of cultivated beef made of stem cells. This is the first time in history that lab-grown meat is being offered for tasting. Yep, so uh, lab-grown meat made out of stem cells apparently doesn't taste particularly good. Yeah, okay. The people that have tried, but three hundred thirty grand. You know, you can do it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we thought that we didn't have, or Josh thought we didn't have enough to fill this show, but l- let me tell you, we did, to the point where we are close. Josh, give us a rule to judge our scheme by, or maybe two. All right. So this is from the 21 Rules of the Rich and how you can emulate them from uh, Bold and Determined, a website. Uh Average people think the road to riches is paved with formal education. Rich people believe in acquiring specific knowledge. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing more specific than being a clown. There is nothing more specific than being a clown. One more. Um, Average people uh, long for the good old days. Rich people dream of the future. The future is now, and it is clowning. Yeah, it sure is. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so once again, uh, we're making millions. Uh, so for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.